Hello, I'm Ellen Horan, President and CEO of the Greater Reading Chamber of Commerce and Industry, and I'm here for this week's Member Spotlight with Karen Norheim from uh, American Crane and Equipment. Welcome, Karen. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Great. Wonderful. So let's learn a little bit about American Crane and Equipment. Um, I learned that they were founded in 1972, and I believe that was in your family? Um, yes. Well, there's a long backstory to it, but essentially, yeah, it's my uh, father's business. Okay. Um, it's been around for over 40 years now. Um, we are um, a leader in the design and manufacture of overhead traveling electric cranes and hoists, as well as other material handling equipment, um, which you know, can be used in all kinds of different industries. Yeah. In fact, I saw on your website, your catalog has over 40,000 items. Yeah. Well, so, so we sell um, both um, highly customized solutions uh, that may be used for something to, to lift spacecrafts and whatnot. And then we also sell smaller items, uh, such as packaged toys, jib cranes, um, bringing components and parts all on our online store at AmericanCrane.com. Yeah. And that really provides our customers with a single source for all their material mm-hmm. handling needs, uh, which we think is, you know, the way to go. Okay. So cranes we would see around town when they're building, like, uh, say, that are out at Reading Hospital, you do that kind also? Or it's is it all similar, internal? It's similar, but it's a little different. It's um, okay. it's more inside. It's, it's We do do okay. some cranes that are um, outdoor cranes, but they are not those types of construction cranes. We okay. call it a construction jib. Okay. Um, or the mobile cranes that you see on trucks. They're permanent mm-hmm. um, and installed typically mm-hmm. in a manufacturing facility or, you know, we do a lot of work for the energy industry. So mm-hmm. we we have cranes that are used in nuclear power plants to move spent fuel um, in their um, spent fuel pools. Okay. Um, and then also you might find a jib crane that we build on um, a platform for oil and gas that's being used to unload um, shipments from uh, from a ship to the actual mm-hmm. platform. So wide array of stuff, but not like the big ones you see up in the... Uh, right, the construction ones. Okay, so common I mistake though. Yeah, meaning it's that we are, you know, it's really important. I, I love that I'm here to be able to tell you a little bit more about what the specific types of equipment that is that we sell because it's a common misconception. So, great. Um, national business, international. We do both local across the country, and we do sell across the world. So um, it's kind of yeah, the full gamut. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. And I saw uh, you have hundred about 180 employees. Yep, that's about right. Pretty amazing. And I imagine there's a lot of skilled workers that are needed with that. Yeah, we are a very technical and engineering-based company. Um, uh, we really, um, our, our workforce includes, everything's in-house. So we have everything from engineering to manufacturing to installation mm-hmm. and service. So yes, it's a very highly skilled um, labor force, a lot of STEM background, um, mm-hmm. and yeah, our, our employees are great. We're really lucky mm-hmm. to have an exceptional staff. Yeah. Now, that's one of the things that we hear a lot from our members about um, their concern about their ability to grow um, is finding the right talent. Are you finding, you know, that skill gap is a significant issue for you? Uh, well, you're jumping to my answer to oh. your big question. <laughs> Well, it's really nice in this area, Berks County, there's been a long history of manufacturing. So we're really lucky to have a good um, labor pool with with skilled labor Mm -hmm. and hardworking individuals. However, you know, 
we have to fill the talent pipeline and we have to make sure that they're that it's robust and that we're getting mm-hmm. young people excited about manufacturing excited about the stem careers um, so that there are workers for the future and that's definitely right. a, a concern of ours when we do a lot of outreach in the area to try and get involved with local high schools and we've been doing some outreach for um, manufacturing day uh, which is in October to kind of open up our doors and show people what we do because we want them to get as passionate and as excited about manufacturing as we are. Right. Now, interesting, we have a Young Leaders Conference coming up in March, and um, one of the things for the women's portion of it, which are are attracting in, um, uh, I think, 11th grade students, we're going to focus in on STEM and trying to encourage young women to look at STEM fields. So being a woman in in that field, any thoughts on how we could encourage more women to look at that, young women to look at that field? When I think about my career, yeah, I I didn't notice I was the only girl in the room until (laughs) until someone pointed it out, and I was like, oh, yeah. Um, And I think the key is, you know, I was lucky to have mentors, um, one of which is my father. And so it doesn't have to be a mentor. Mentor for women doesn't have to be a woman or or, Mm -hmm. – you know, it doesn't have to be exclusively women, but I think it's really key for young girls to have mentors and to also have role models. So seeing women who are in those positions, mm-hmm. who are doing those kinds of, of careers, um, because it's really exciting. And it's, you know, I do a lot of stuff with, um, I, don't, I don't have kids, but I do a lot of stuff with my sister's kids. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and we just did a project at home. She has a 15-year-old, a 6-year-old, and a 4-year-old. So mm-hmm. over the holidays to help them with some of their Christmas stuff, I brought them over, and we had Manufacturing Day in my kitchen. And we made okay. um, toys. Your own makerspace. Yes, our own makerspace. And we made um, uh, marshmallow shooters. And, you know, it got them really excited. They had such a good time, and, and we had such a blast. And it was just another way to, you know, show youth that it can be exciting. And also, mm-hmm. again, just it's really important if you're in manufacturing that you get your voice out there and you speak mm-hmm. up and you talk about how passionate it is or how exciting and right. passionate you are about it. Right. I think that's one of the directions we're going to be trying to take at the chamber is just increasing the opportunities for connecting businesses um, with students, creating more mentorship opportunities, whether it's short-term mm-hmm. or possibly ongoing. So It's so rewarding. I mean, I, I we started down this path of, um, we, we've worked with the Exeter High School mm-hmm. a little bit. And, you know, in the beginning, we weren't really sure what we were doing. We felt It felt right to be involved in promoting STEM and, and promoting manufacturing in general. And it's turned out to be much more than I expected. It's rewarding for our staff. Um, it's rewarding the, the feedback that we give them, which is not much effort from us, is really helpful to them. Um, and then we've got this great story to talk about. And it's mm-hmm. really a win-win. So I would encourage anyone um, you know, to get involved in that if they can. Good. I'm going to um, turn the tables a little bit and ask you for a couple areas of tips. One is being a manufacturer that works with companies when they're making capital investments. That's usually a sign of growth. Are there certain industries that you're seeing uh, some growth trends? Uh, well, energy has always been very big mm-hmm. for us. Um, we do a lot of work in the, the nuclear arena and the oil and gas arena and, and across the board. I think energy is is, is a big focus. Um, and we do a lot of work in the aerospace industry is do, to also, which um, I think they have sort of, at least for our type of equipment. So we're very, like I said, a t- very technology-based, engineering-based, mm-hmm. customized equipment. We've been able to kind of make it through the, the times and, and still be able to thrive. Very good. 
And how about um, from a community perspective, um, being located here in Berks County, are there any resources that have been particularly helpful to you um, as your, your business has grown? Well, we've been involved with the chamber, which I think mm-hmm. has been great. And then, again, I'll point back to that excellent labor force that's here. And um, I think that that has really been the success of the company over the years. To, because, it's I mean, your people are the most important part of your business. And you really need to in, in, you know invest in them. But if you can't find them, you know, what makes it all the more difficult so we're really you know happy that our long history of being in berks county has been tied to that for sure and we're not going anywhere so good wonderful (laughs) thank you thank you for what you do in berks county and do for so many uh employees here and thank you for being a member of the chamber of commerce thank you